Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Peterson. You can get involved by going to our chat line and I can get to your questions and comments. All right. Uh, good morning again, everybody here. It's so amazing. I, uh, I have a lot, well, not a lot, but some stuff I want to talk about. But first, since it's not like I, you're coming here to be preached at, all right? We're fellowshipping, not to just learn. Anybody have any questions or any challenges or anything? Any questions? Amazing. You don't want me to ask any. <laughs> no, no questions. Okay. How many Christians we have here? Uh, everybody Christian? Even Joel raised his hand. Okay. Uh, so last week, and, uh, my biblical question was, um, what does it mean to believe in Jesus, right? And you, did anybody hear that last week on the radio? Okay. Uh, let me ask some of the Christians. Okay, right here. You're going to tell me what it means to believe in Jesus. So to believe in Jesus, you have to, for one, believe that he is the sacrificial lamb. He yeah, he's the, what? The sacrificial lamb that was brought down from God. He is the second Adam. Um, and what that means is that the first Adam brought death, brought sin to this world, while the second Adam, he brought life and restored life back to this world, which, you know, whenever we go down to sin, we could... You got to believe all that? Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't believe like that, you know. Oh, okay. You know, because, like, you know, for one, most people don't understand, well, don't know that Jesus was actually a real man, that Jesus, there's historical evidence that the his resurrection, the third hour, the three hours of darkness after his death, that he was actually a real man. But... Spiritually speaking, he is the second. So to believe in Jesus, you got to believe all that about it. It'll help. Yeah. It'll help. Okay. Interesting. Let me ask you, young lady behind you. You say you're a Christian, right? Yes. Okay. Um, And you believe in Jesus? Yes. Uh, Speaking to the microphone. Is this your first time here? It is. Amazing. What's your first name? Katrina. Katrina. Katrina, Katrina. Oh, welcome. from New Orleans, from Louisiana. I've called you a couple oh, times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one that destroyed It New wasn't me, Louisiana. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> wow, welcome to L.A. Thank you. Are you just visiting? Yeah, our uh, 25th wedding anniversary is Tuesday. Right on. And we were going, we were just going to Vegas, and I was watching church last Sunday, and I'm like, I don't think L.A. is that far from right. Vegas. And I just told, I said, I got to go. So we're here. Wow. So welcome. my husband brought me all the way to L.A. to meet another man. So <laughs> That's right. After 26 years, he tried to get rid of you. <laughs> He's like, you can have a Jesse. Well, welcome. Thank and you. And I'll be talking to you in a minute. Thank but you. welcome, both of you. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Katrina is here. Can you I believe am. that? I'm here. <laughs> all the way from, that's Joel. No wonder you know about him. Yeah, I know Joel. He's black. He's black. He's black. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so tell me what it means to believe in Jesus. For me, it's kind of indescribable almost, but I, I, I believing in him just makes, I don't know, it just makes it easy for me because it's, I, I can't really explain it. I just know that someone 
sacrificed their life for me. And it's, I don't even know how I got to that depth, but I know that I'm, I'm no good. I've, I've done nothing to deserve anything that I've gotten good. And it has to be because of something else. And right. I just really can't really describe what that means to believe in him because I, I believe in that strongly that it's something has to be something there. And I believe I've met him. I mean, so know, did you tell your husband you were no good? I think he probably figured it out along the way, but I know I've said it. <laughs> I've said it a couple times. I am too. glad to meet you. I'm glad to meet you too. That's amazing. I'm in all right now. All yeah. the way from Louisiana. Louisiana, yes. Right on. Yeah. Well, happy anniversary, by the way, Thank to you. both of you. Thank you. And, and what's your first name? Brian. And Brian, do you believe in Jesus? Welcome, by the way. Uh, do you watch my show as well? Yes. And any questions about anything? No, not really. Oh, okay. Observing her reaction to some of the subjects that you be uh, touching on, touch basing on. Bases on. Right on. Any, uh, so what does it mean to believe in Jesus? I don't know. Be Coming from a Christian family, you know, I was brought up that way, you know, to stand. That's the way life should be, you know, to live right and do right and become a better person than what you think you are. Do you live right? I try to. Do you live right? I do. <laughs> <laughs> and do you, uh, do you do good? Yes, I do. Amazing. Uh, okay, man. Let's see. Right here. You believe in Jesus? I do, but I'm not sure I have a solid grasp around the whole concept at this point. Yeah, and you've heard all your life, believe in Jesus. Definitely. And you shall be saved, right? Yeah. You've heard that. Uh-huh. And when, so you don't know if you really believe in him or not? Well... There was the way I was raised, which was very, very simple and straightforward like that. Right. But then, you know, you get thoughts in your head and try to figure things out for yourself right. as you get older. And, and so, um, are you a Christian? Yeah. Is this your first time? It is. What's your first name? Colby. Colby. Okay. Welcome, man. Thank you. Um, any questions for me? Not right now. Not right now. Are you a beta alpha? Good question. Probably a bit of a beta at this point. <laughs> Probably? Beta. <laughs> and why are you a beta? Uh, I think there are a lot of like feminine traits that I'm working through still. Like what, for example? Emotional stuff. You're an emotional person? Definitely. You're like a woman. <laughs> I mean, if you frame it that way. but and What do you say? There's both. Oh, so you're a man and a woman. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun, huh? It is. <laughs> right off the start. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes you're man and sometimes you're woman? I, I would say yes. So are you celebrating Pride Day today? <laughs> no, I'm messing. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I'll come back to you. All right. You want to overcome being a beta, right? Or do you? Yeah, yeah. How old are you? I'm 40. Are you 40? Yeah. Oh, you look younger than 40. Okay. I never would have thought 40. That's amazing. Is this your first time too? Yes, sir. Oh, amazing. What's your first name? Matt. Welcome, Matt. Thank you. And are you a Christian? Uh, I don't know if I'd classify myself as that. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. 
Not uh, not technically. What did that mean? Uh, I just don't think I uh, subscribe to um, all of the beliefs in that in that system. But uh, in that system, sure. In the Christian system, you say? Uh, yeah, I guess so. What is it you don't subscribe to? Um, I just don't know if I believe fully in the uh, in the. Uh, what do you call it? The homeostatic uh, uh, Christ figure. If Jesus was really a, a deity, um, I, I believe he was a, a real person, but I don't know if he was uh, the, the son of God. You don't believe he was the son of God? Yeah, I, I would say I'm not, not certain about that. Oh, okay. What's a deity? Uh, just a, a, a God, I, would, I guess. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Any questions for me? Uh, not right now. Not right now. Are you beta or alpha? Uh, probably a little bit of both. I think it. I think it's. Uh, it ebbs and flows, probably. So sometimes you're alpha, and sometimes you're beta. Yeah, probably. You like being a beta. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm that certain of the definition of them, the specific definition of the two. To oh, okay. Be honest, but. Can you tell me what a beta is? A beta. Speak into the mic for me. What is a beta? Um, governed by emotions, maybe. Um, based maybe in a place of fear. You have fear? In a place of fear, you say? Yeah, oh, like yeah. fear right. is like kind of the base emotion around which Absolutely. a lot of beta actions yeah. are. Are you afraid of women? Terrified, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And what are you afraid of? I feel like I'm selling them a used car a lot of times. <laughs> uh, That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, like holding two stories. I don't know. I'm a single person, so. You're holding two stories when you're yeah. dealing with them? Uh-huh. What do you mean by that? Well, if I'm attracted to a woman and interested in that way, there's an ulterior motive, I feel. Yeah. And so that complicates things. It does, 100%. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And so what does, do you know what it takes to overcome that? Uh, I mean, I think I know what you might say. What's that? Forgive your mother. Absolutely. Yeah. Because all men who resent their mothers hate women. You hate all women, and because you resent them, you're now subject to them. And so that's why you feel like you're selling a used car because you have a, another motive. You're trying to pretend like you really care about them and you don't. You want something from them. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? I think so. And so have you dealt with, you heard me say go and forgive your mother, right? Yep. And did you do it? No. You didn't do it? No. Are you living with her? No. <laughs> oh, phew. And so why, why have you dealt with her so you could get over that? Uh, still trying to wrap my head around a lot of this, so I guess, yeah. It's just what do you an mean, excuse, but... What do you mean trying to wrap your head around it? What are you trying to wrap your head around? Just understanding... I mean, I understand that parents are just people... And right. We're all fallible. So, and I, I mean, I love my parents, and 
If you love them, why don't you go and forgive? My relationship with my dad has changed a lot. It's a lot better now. You forgave him? Yeah. You went to him? No, I didn't technically go to him and say, I forgive you for... Were there anything, was there anything to forgive him for? I see, the, I see things much differently now. Oh, so good. him trying to correct me as a kid growing up and even into adulthood, uh, I used to think like that was hard. And now I, I understand it in a different way. Right on. So why don't you go and forgive your mother so you can be absolutely free and your whole world will change? That's the thing is I just, that's the part is that I feel like I'm not sure I understand or believe necessarily that the whole world would change for me in, in that. You act. will change, believe me. If you truly forgive her, do you see you need to forgive her? Yeah. That she can help herself? Definitely. You yeah. truly see that? Mm-hmm. Then go and forgive her. She can help it and you see that. Uh, go and forgive her. Don't worry about what's going to happen. Don't try to figure out what happened. It'll just happen. Okay. You know what I mean? Don't try to wrap your head around it. Your mind cannot understand the things of God. I believe that. So why don't you go and forgive her so you can be free, and then you won't be afraid of women anymore. Really? Right. I feel like I might still be. So what? <laughs> I feel like I might still be. No, you won't be. Okay. Once you face your mother, it'll be the last time you have fear. You will not be afraid of women. What? <laughs> let me smoke on it. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you smoke pot? Yes. You I know. Wonder. I know. Pot here. <laughs> Why you smoke pot? Everybody smoke pot. It's up, baby Jessica, daddy. <laughs> you stopped? Oh, good. Finally. So, you smoke, are you high now? Not now, no. <laughs> Did you smoke before coming? Not today. Oh, okay. You have it with you? Not, no. Oh, good. So, are you afraid to face your mother? Not at all. I just want to, I would want to be kind. You want to be kind? Just, yeah, you don't want, yeah. What is it that you don't want? trying to think of like the most succinct way to put it uh just want to do it from a place of love and not make her feel like uh i'm coming at her and saying oh you've been a let down or a, a failure you failed me in some way amazing um why are you concerned about how she will feel about you telling her the truth you're going to forgive her for what she did. Why, why are you concerned about how she feels about that? She's a human being. She's a human being? Mm-hmm. And that's why you're concerned? I mean, she's, she's my mom, yeah. I'm sorry? Yeah, she's... Speak up so they can hear all the way over there. Yeah, she's my mom. She's, she's made a lot of sacrifices in her life for me. She was supposed to. She had you. Uh-huh. It wasn't for you. She did it because it's her responsibility. It's her responsibility, right. definitely. But um, you're letting Satan talk to you out of forgiving her. 
And if she has any decency, she'll say, oh, okay, you're, I was wrong. You're right. I was wrong. But if she doesn't, you forgive her and God will forgive you. And if she start crying, just watch her crying. Say, oh, she's crying. That's interesting. <laughs> if she start yelling and screaming, oh, she's acted out by yelling. That's interesting. And if she lay down and die, I don't know where the white people keep the insurance paper. <laughs> Problem on the computer now. <laughs> Have a little cheap funeral and live. Because if you don't have love for her right now. You don't love her. You hate her. Because if you loved her, you would not be hated her. You wouldn't be afraid of her. You would be honest with her. That's what love is, to be honest. I'm not afraid of her. She's, well, she you would, wouldn't worry about hurting her feelings and all that stuff. Yeah, does that mean I'm afraid of her? Yeah, because you're, like, you're trying to find a w- nice way to do it. You don't want to hurt her feeling. And and so all of that is coming from fear. I suppose. I'm sorry? Yeah. I guess that is coming from fear. It yeah. is. You're making up excuses. Well, not you, but your daddy, Satan. Did you know Satan is your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> I heard that, yeah. <laughs> but you got to forgive it. If we love our parents, we would not be afraid of our parents. We would be able to say anything to them. I can. I feel like I can. Why can't you go and forgive her then? I can. But why are you worried about how she's going to feel about it? I just want to do it with a certain amount of tact, I guess. And what does that mean? Uh, I know. We're just going to go back around here. Um, I, uh, yeah. I'm just just throwing words out there. Yeah. Tact, kindness, you sound like sensitivity, a beta. sounding like a beta. Yeah, yeah women are going to beat you up if you don't get past it. Have you ever dated? Once or twice. Have you gotten beat up already? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a man is not supposed to be weak because he's the leader. He's the head of the woman. And if he's weak, he can't lead her in the right way to go. I, I believe that. Yeah. So you got to forgive your mother. All right? Yeah. And don't be, you can't go to, oh, Mom, I want to tell you something. No. I, I don't mean to hurt your feelings. You were a good mom, but I hate you. <laughs> you can't do it that way. I would not do it that way. <laughs> How would you do it? I would say that I've, I've held a lot of resentment toward her. And she knows this because when I'm when I'm with my mom, she's and she's a very sweet person. I knows the worst kind. It brings out. I'm very short with her. Yeah. Uh, I can go very quickly to just yeah, not being able to communicate really out of anger. Right. And absolutely. Yeah. She what? knows that. That's a that's an ongoing issue. She she asks me sometimes. It's I'm ashamed to say it, but she's asked me in the past, "Do you hate me?" And and I And do you still lie? Yes. What do you say when she asks, "Do you hate me?" I say, "No." Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you take that opportunity? Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, that's probably like a great opportunity to talk about this <laughs> stuff, isn't it? <laughs> Especially if she's asking, man. <laughs> 
Yeah. If she's asking, she could see your reaction to her. You, you know. Yeah, yeah. And why don't you just say, "Yeah, I hate you." Yeah, I guess next time that comes up. <laughs> Are you surprised to hear this? Uh, uh, no, no. I've I've heard some of it before. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So, uh, have you gone to your mother too, forgiving her? Uh, no, my mom passed away a long time ago. Oh, okay. How about your father? Uh, he's still around. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you forgiven him? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. A little. Halfway bit. there. Oh halfway. yeah. Yeah. I didn't know you could be halfway on forgiveness. <laughs> so you're like almost there. Then you stop. Why not forgive him completely? Uh, just yeah, haven't had the the capacity to do it myself. What yet. does that mean? Uh, just haven't been able to probably process all that um, for myself yet. You know, process what uh, emotions or resentments that I have towards him. I don't know if I've been able to. I don't know if I've put in the effort to uh, define them enough yet. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you know that you have it, all right, for your father? I think so, probably. It's process. That's all you need yeah, to know. Yeah. Really. I, I know what this is. This is intellectual stuff. You know what I mean? When you know that you have resentment, that's all you need to know. You don't need to process it. You don't need to wrap your head around it. You don't need to figure it out. Just go and forgive. As soon as you realize it, go and forgive. Uh, uh, get to know yourself. Pay attention to you. Can't help yourself. They couldn't help themselves. That makes sense. Yeah. Did you go to college? I did. You want me to get your money back? I'd, I'd love that. <laughs> I'd love that. You don't need to process it. Um, returning to God is not a process. It's really not. It's just annoying yourself. Know that you have this resentment, right? And know that it's wrong to resent. And go and forgive, and God will forgive you. That's all it is. Don't let Satan tell you, oh, you need to process it. You need to figure it out. Uh, you need to wait. Don't listen to any of that stuff. He doesn't want you to be free. That makes sense? Yes. So will you do it? I'll, yeah. Are you I'll afraid to? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. I what do you so. think, what are you afraid of with your father? Probably same same kind of issue. Probably just uh, hurting his his uh, feelings or making him feel uh, worse than he than I would think he should. Or uh, same same kind of thing. Probably emotional barriers. Is it normal to feel that way about your parents or anybody really? But I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. Yeah, it's not normal. Yeah. Kids are not supposed to be afraid of their parents. Just think about that. They had you. They raised you. And they have done their best to love you, even though they don't have love. But you're not supposed to be afraid. Have you questioned that? I'm a, how old are you? Uh, I'm 39. Amazing. Yeah. At 39, have you said, wow, I'm 39. Why am I afraid of my parents? No, nah, I've been busy. <laughs> Processing, huh? <laughs> Amazing. No, go and forgive, man. And God, don't ask for forgiveness. Forgive them and God will forgive you. And so if they don't apologize, it's fine. You just forgive them. 
All right. So, Ed, are you? Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Are you a Christian, Ed? Yes, I am. You believe in Jesus? I believe in Jesus' existence. I believe in his whole, the story that was told about him was true. I believe that he was the second Adam, come to correct the mistake that Adam made. I believe in his resurrection. So do you believe in Jesus? Yes, I do. And how do you know, how does one believe in Jesus? What does that mean? To believe in Jesus is to believe in what's right, in what's true. What's right? What do you mean by what's right? In God. So what now? In God, to believe in God. How do you believe in God? You're it's just so good. See how yes, we go is. through life thinking we know and we just got it. And no wonder we catch in hell. Well, I'm not catching anymore. Y'all. <laughs> I'll tell you. So what now? I just, I just know what I know. I know that it's true that God sent his own and God's son. And how do you from, know it's true? I see evidence of it. Were I you see there? Evidence. Say again? You saw Jesus? I wish I could. I wish I could black? meet him face to face. You want to see Jesus <laughs> like face to face? Why? Say again? Jesus don't like black people. <laughs> Why do you want to see him? He's Jewish. <laughs> he's a black but, Jew. But what maybe he's a black Jew. He's black. No wonder. <laughs> no, I'm just saying maybe. So what does, it, uh, what does it mean to believe in Jesus? Now, how do you know you believe in him? How do I know I believe in him? I know that his existence is credible, and it did happen. How do you know? What did happen? I didn't know it would be this tough. I can't wait to get on this side of the room. What do you think about the way he's responding? What are you guys thinking? You're not sure. Is he comfortable? I think I'm not sure. Huh? Hmm? Right. Maybe it's hard to put into words. What's hard it's to put in words? To describe what I know. So if you're walking down the road with your halo and some lost soul see you and you say, hey, man, you have a halo in your head. You say, I believe in Jesus. And they ask, well, how do you do that? You're going to say it's hard to tell you. I say, look at my halo. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So you, you can't tell us how to believe in Jesus. What does it mean? Because so far you just told me about him. You haven't told me how to believe in him. How to believe him. Well, maybe I should say uh, let go and let God. What does that mean? That means stop getting in the way of his resurrection or his, him, him, of God helping you to come out of the dilemma that you're in. Just like these young men were describing, it's hard to face their parents. Amazing. You have to um, just go and get it done. All right. Thank you. I got to move a little faster because the team is rolling their eyes already. Um, how many over here, who over here believe in Jesus? Wow, few hands. No, first of all, everybody hands. How, how do you believe in Jesus real fast? Uh, 
I guess I I started believing in him. Well, when I forgave my father after meeting you, I didn't. I couldn't even say his name, or I could always say I believed in God growing up, uh-huh. even though I didn't really. But when I loved my dad and got over all those feelings, then I believe it was. A, it just wasn't even thinking about it. it. It was all real. It was right, and you just do right and you be right. So you say you had to get oh stop hating your father. Yeah, that was okay. it. that's how I believed in him. All right. How about here? Let me see the hands again. So you believe in Jesus with the glasses? Yeah. How do you do that? What does that mean? It's kind of like how he just said. What was that? Getting over hate. You know, God reveals type thing. So I don't know. All right. Couldn't give you a good answer. Oh, you cannot give a good answer? That's my best answer. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're walking down the road and you have your halo over and shining and a bomb come up to you and say, hey, you look like a son of Jesus. How do you believe in Jesus? You're going to say, this is my best answer? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right. Let me see here. The hands again. Right here. And then the young lady. You believe in Jesus? Yes. How do you do that? Um, I think it's like he was saying, just get rid of all the fear, uh, stop judging, and let Jesus uh, basically work through you in your life. And, uh, okay, did you believe in Jesus before you did that? Um, I believed the way that most Christians believe, you know, believe, of course. Yeah. Right. Okay, the young lady, let's see. And then the young lady in the front, I can tell she's just burning to answer this, right? <laughs> you believe in Jesus? I do believe in Jesus. I um, was not raised Christian, actually. Oh. The way that I was taught about Jesus was that he was a prophet of God. And, yeah, it was like an example of us how to live. So, um, you know, for all issues, and you know, love and forgiveness and all the good things. And, yeah, we were taught to love so Jesus, but he wasn't God. what is about you that let you know you believe in him? Um, well, I know I believe in God. Um, I how feel about like, Jesus? Uh, yeah, definitely. Well, I... And- and it was just basically because I was raised that he, he was an actual human being, person who lived here. There's evidence for that. And that he was a righteous man, a man of God, and he should be respected and, uh, you know, looked to as an example. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask the young lady in the front right here. You believe in Jesus? Yeah, I, I believe it. it really comes from allowing the Holy Spirit in you, letting go of anger, Too and letting go. Too close the back. Oh, yeah, I, I believe it really comes from allowing the Holy Spirit in you, uh, letting go of anger, and letting go of sin. That's oh, okay. that's really how you feel connected. Okay. Cheryl, what do you say? Last word. Ooh. That's you a tough all one. Christian, right? A little Christian. You know, that's kind of, it's kind of hard to say, how do you believe in him? I mean, I do believe in him. I think he's holy. How do you know you believe in him? That's a good question. I, I don't know. I don't know how to tell somebody to believe in him. I only know that he's holy. I believe in him. He's an example for us. And like you say, he's our brother and God's our father. I believe that. You believe what was said about him. Mm-hmm. But do you, do you believe in him? Yes. And how do you do that? Ooh. It's not. Listen, relax. It's okay. not a test, right? I know, but it's we are fellowshipping. We're having fun. But you, you ask and such no, good questions. They're different, and, and you don't. You know, it makes you go, hmm. Yeah, I want. I want you to know for yourself that you know that you know. Not because I said it, because all your life you believe believe what someone said. 
and never really knew it for yourself. Well, I always thought as a little kid, like, you know, you have the president, but I always thought there's something greater. So I always knew that there was something. You think there's something there. greater than the great white hope? <laughs> I God. Know you, <laughs> you know, I knew there was something greater than just, you know, that. I knew it was something greater. Than what? Than just that, that, than what we see here, humans and stuff. There's something greater. There's something greater that's then controlling what? it all. Then what? Then like the president, as a kid, I would say the president, but. You think there's something greater than the great white hope? Yeah, God. You I mean. need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Pelosi wouldn't agree with you. Uh, but so that's a good question. I don't know. I just know that I, I do. Well, how would you tell someone else to believe if you don't know how to exactly know? I would say maybe read read the read it for yourself and so if, if it's true bomb, if you met you, a bomb on the road you would say he would say oh i see your whole your halo miss how do you have believe in jesus you're going to say read it for yourself no i would say read that read sounds just like a black woman huh <laughs> read it for yourself read it for yourself so you know. <laughs> Well, you know, like Don't I would be say, asking me. No, no, I would say, I would say, you read, bother me. Read, I don't know. Read the Bible. Read his interactions with people for yourself, and that what you would tell the bomb on the street. Yeah, and I would say if it touches something in you, like here, you know it's true. What's the proof of your life that you believe in him? Isn't this fun? It is, but I don't think you would want to take my life to say I believe. Because my mm-mm. what I'm not, a, I'm not a. I don't think no. I don't think you could use my life as an example that I believe in Jesus. Oh, I can't. Uh-uh. That what you would tell the bomb on the street after all that? You're like, I don't use my life. I'd be like, don't, don't. I would say, don't believe me. Believe <laughs> for yourself. So believe for yourself because he, the way Jesus answered stuff, like he didn't get angry. He just told the truth. Like, boom. Like he didn't, like you say, he didn't have anger. He How do you know? Did you truth. see him? Hmm? Were you there? No. You just heard about that, right? I read it. I read it. Yes. All right. Who over this hour, over this second, believe in Jesus real fast? Let me ask this young lady here, and then Derek, the rapper. Oh, me? <laughs> did you all hear Derek rapping? <coughs> He's rapping with Joel and his daughter and all them. You believe in Jesus? Yes, I do. And how do you do that? How, how do you do that? Well, I can't prove that he exists or that he existed. We read about him. We have heard stories about him. and But I can't prove it. But I, I have faith that he existed and that he exists. Is there anything in your life to indicate that you believe in him? I think he represented and represents peace and love and generosity and I try to emulate that. Is there anything in your life to prove to you that you believe in him? Yes. 
what? Prosperity. Who? Prosperity. Who? Prosperity. Oh, well, all white people got money. <laughs> I'm not either. I'm talking about prosperity. But is that money? Not necessarily. Well, the white people own everything. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> no, I'm going to mess with you. Um, I wish. So you, you're prosperous, and that's the proof that you believe in Jesus? That's not the proof, but that's one thing in my life, I think, that... What is the proof? Oh. You having fun? Yeah. Did you know <laughs> Did you know that this would be a difficult question for you before I asked of it? Ask you about uh, it? Yeah, I'm here, so pretty much all the questions are difficult. They seem like they're not, but they they're are. They're not. But you have to get to know yourself. That's why God said, think on these things. Do not think about what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, where you're going to live, and all that. But think on these things. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, for some reason, they don't think on these things. They're thinking on the wrong things. Well, that's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And these are the things I've been thinking about since I've been a kid. You know, I've <laughs> always wanted to know. Um, okay, let me take Derek and then I'll move on to something there. So, Derek, you believe in Jesus? Yes. And uh, what does that mean? How do you know? First off, I know for myself, being that knowing myself. <laughs> um, um, what does that mean? You know for yourself that I know myself. That you know yourself. Yes. Oh, okay. What? No. You go. <laughs> That's it. I know myself. You know, so like, you just want to look at me now? No, I, I figured that you were about to ask me another question. Oh, um, and so if you walk down the road and your halo is shining and a bomb asks you, how do you know Jesus? You're going to say, I know for myself. Yes. You're like, but that's not helping me. What would you say? Uh, I would say, come follow me. Come follow you over to the bar house? Church? Anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere. What would you tell him? No, I'm, I would say follow me. Follow, follow me for a day, and you'll see how to believe in Jesus. But he a bomb. That's fine. He can't be following you. He can. <laughs> All right. As an example, he can. Okay. Let me ask a young man right in front of you. There. Oh, okay. And then the one behind you. Right in front. I saw you at the gym, right? Yeah. yeah like you look different at the gym than you do here. Really? Yeah. Uh, you believe in Jesus? No, I don't. You do not? No. Oh, good. Okay, that's why you look different at the gym. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask a young man in the back here then. Okay, um, Jesus exists for me because I've spent my entire life trying to disprove him. I served Satan my entire life, and in doing so, I'm looking at my life, and if I continue living the way I did, I'd be childless, I'd be... A beta, I'm like turning things around, and I'm finally realizing that I have nothing to show for all those years of surfing Satan. And so what would you tell the bomb on the street if he asked you, how do you believe in Jesus? You would say? I say look around, look at the pattern, look at every person that you see that you come across in the street, and pick who's successful, who's happy. And that formula is 
the Jesus formula. Like I, I've been. So you would tell him to look around at all the people around him. Yeah, like pick a good example of, of the life that you want to live, and that will help you to believe in Jesus. I think so. You think so? I think the pattern's there. I think um, me being so judgmental has actually helped me to find Jesus, because I can see who's living wrong and okay. who's living right. Amazing. All right, you want to answer that? Okay, then I gotta move on to something. Anybody have any other questions about anything? Right here. Um, so what am I answering? <laughs> Why you raise your hand? You no, which which part of know what the question is? So the way you believe in Jesus is uh, first you hear of him. You what? You hear about him. Okay. Somebody somehow, and then if it if you're curious about him, you you um, try to find out more about him. And in doing so, I think you find out more about yourself. And at some point, you, in some way or another, you meet Jesus. In some way or another? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Um, I, I Do think... Do you believe in him? <clears throat> yes. You believe in Jesus? Uh-huh. How do you know? Because... I used to not believe in him. I say what the world says about him. And uh, once I met him and was introduced to him, my life changed completely. And uh, I started seeing myself, and it's been a journey where... How do you know you believe in him? Because I realized that... I was no good, that I was serving uh, a lie, and in fact, I was a lie. Are you good now? You say you're no good. Now you're some good? Mm, no, I'm not good. So but, you're still no good. But now I seek the truth, and I serve the truth right. instead of a lie. This is so interesting, right? Because you've got to get to know folks. You've got to know yourself. God doesn't want you blind. He doesn't want you to try to figure this out. He doesn't want you not to know. He wants you to know. All right? And I'm glad to hear the answers because hopefully it'll, it'll help you to get to know yourself, pay attention to, and know that you don't know or you do know. All right? Because the world, is, as I've said before, is using you in that fallen state. The churches are using you. The uh, children of the lie are taking advantage of you because you're just believing it because somebody said it. And I've lived that way for a long time, too. I thought I knew, too, but I didn't know. But I thought I did. I heard it in the churches and believe in Jesus. And if you go down to the front of the church and confess Jesus, Lord and Savior, you'll be saved and all that. I did all that before, and it didn't work. It did not work. Yes, James, somebody online? Yeah, actually. Okay. So Alex gave a super chat and asked, how do we call out to God or cry out to God if our prayers are supposed to be silent? Um, how do you call out to him or cry out to him? As a matter of fact, when you're being still, you are crying out to him. You're letting go. You know, you're giving up trying yourself. 
And I know some people say, oh, you're supposed to cry, holler out. That's not it. You realize you don't know. Let me just say this real fast. Uh, anybody else say? There was a, a kid who, um, I think it's a kid, who said that his mother was spanking him a lot, or her, 12 years old. And then he said, my mom got angry with all my other sisters. I'm almost all the time at my dad. My mom and dad divorced, and my mom has multiple boyfriends, which is hard for me to take. Yeah. Didn't Amazing. really have a question. Oh, okay. But. All right. Um, anyone who has not forgiven does not know Jesus. You can't believe in him. It's impossible. You got to... I was only able to believe in him when I saw myself that I was wrong, that I had this anger, because anger is the nature of Satan, and it's keeping you away from the tree of life. You can't even get into the kingdom until you truly forgive. And I didn't, we don't know how to believe in him. We have to just know we don't believe in him. Once you know, somebody in the Bible said, help me with my unbelief, you know, you don't believe him because once you believe in him, your whole everything will change. Number one, you will have perfect peace. Because through Jesus, you get back to God, right? But you cannot believe in Jesus if you hate your earthly father or mother, especially your father. Because the father represents Jesus. He represents God on earth. And if you hate the son, you're never going to love the father. You just never, you're going to learn all about him. Everything I've heard today is you learn about him. It's not believing in him. But once you love your father, God will forgive you and draw you in. Then you would know you love Jesus. You would know who he is. You would know that he's with you. Really, but you got to forgive. So it can't be taught to you. And that's the problem. We've been taught everything. From our parents, from the teachers at school, from somebody. And so we're really not knowing for ourselves. But as children, we know for ourselves as children. But when you fall into that anger, you forget that you know. And now you're learning. No one can teach you about Jesus. They can point the way, hopefully, so you can find within yourself. But you can't know him just by learning about him. Because all you're going to do is quote what you've heard. And yet you're unhappy, your lives are falling apart, you don't have peace, you have fear, you have worry, you have doubt, you can't live together, you can't take criticism, all kind of stuff. But when you love Jesus, you can take criticism, you can handle anything. Because you are now with the Father, his nature is perfect. You got to know that you don't know, and then you, you will know. Uh, most people don't want to admit they don't know. I don't know. One honest man said he didn't know. Right here. The honest one in the house. <laughs> he let no. Because once you believe in him, it's over. You can grow then in a different way. Yes, yeah, sure. Did you have your hand? Yeah. How many people doubt that? We don't know anything, really. They should have never taught us about Jesus but our parents should have been a living example. Really. And if they were a living example, you would have stayed close to your father, you would love your mother, and you would grow into that. You would stay with that innocent that you have. Yes, yeah, sure. Um, do you, okay, I know you have to forgive your mom and your dad. Do you have to forgive anybody else? Because I could see when I was little, I 
I got into the fallen state from my grandmother and my aunts and stuff. Because I, I guess I resent Robert, bring me some water. I'm sorry. Repeat that. I said, I, do, I know you have to forgive your mom and your dad. Do you have to forgive anybody else? Because I see, like, my grandmother and my Did she aunts. raise you? Well, I was over there a lot. Oh, okay. I mean, if you resent someone, to be honest with you, I don't know everybody's situation, right? But for mm-hmm. me, once I forgave my parents and God forgave me, I had no resentment toward anyone else. Everything okay. just left. They were gone. And it's not a process. It's just leave, just like that. And so I don't, I don't want a plastic cup. <laughs> he bring me water and plastic. I want a bond cup. No. Uh, once I forgave them, then I have no resentment for anyone, not even my enemy. So, but I don't know if someone else violated you and you still hate them, then you should go and forgive them if you can. Cause I, it's all dependent on the individual, you know. Well, their pa- like my grandmother passed away, my mom passed away, my aunt is still alive, and my dad's still alive. So I do have some family, so I need to go see him. And, right. And have you him. forgiven your father? I, I forgave him over the phone, but I think I need to see him in person. Oh, why is that? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Because he's having some uh, um, neurological problems, so I don't know if he quite remembers everything or whatever. He doesn't I... need to. Okay. Okay. Really, when you go and forgive, they don't need to remember anything. If your mother said, I don't remember doing that to you, if she lied or father said the same thing, it's not up to them. You forgive them and God will forgive you. Thank you, Rob. Isn't that better? Much better. <laughs> much, much better. Yeah, it, it, the silent prayer is helping me to get to know myself, and I'm not, I can see when I get kind of hyped up, and I just kind of say, what is that about? Or I'm not as, you know, but Are yeah. you able to tell that you're learning from what I say? You know how people, we learn from everybody else, we go quote it and repeat mm-hmm. it, but it really hasn't happened to you yet? Are you, do you know the difference? No, I mean, I... I agree with a lot. Sometimes I go, wow, that's a good conversation or that was good church or whatever. But I have a, but I want to know for myself. I don't want to. And that's what I want to do, point you back to yourself, not to me, not to someone else, but to you. Know thyself. Right. Because I agree with a lot of people, but then I got to, why do I got to know for myself. Right. Can you tell when you don't know for yourself as opposed to just learn it? Um, I don't know. What I what I do know is that I do, you know, like you say, watch your thoughts. I could, I could tell when, you know, I could tell that's not me. Before I would just jump on the train, like yeah, that's me. <clears throat> Whatever you know, but I could tell when that those. I could tell when it's a thought and it's not me. So there's a bit of separation there. I'm not just right. yeah. Why did you know? Let like me give that. you. Let me give you a clue. Yeah. Anyone who has anger. Overreact to situations, you cannot handle criticism, you have fear or doubt or worry, then you don't know him. Because once you get to know him, all that disappears. Christ came that we may have peace. And to have worry and doubt and insecurity and still listen to Satan talk to you, that's no, there's no peace in that. You know what I mean? Right. So the clue is within you, you will be made 
free. You will have no conflict going on on the inside. You will have no fear. And you can tell Satan's voice from God's voice, from God's voiceless voice. You will not overreact to situations. If you're wrong, you say, hey, I'm wrong. I'm sorry about that. I'm wrong. If you're right, you're right. Mm -hmm. You would just not overreact. Okay, thank you. When they demonetized uh, my website and these guys told me about it, I'm like, what do y'all expect? These people are not going to, these are the children of the lie. They're not going to help you get the truth out there, you know what I mean? And so thank God we had the time we had with it. And it's not going to shut me up. You know, they may, not, they may take the money away, but I'm going to talk to whomever I see if I want to, you know? So, because... It should bring out the best in us. We can create our own website, whatever this thing is. We are as smart as they are. You know what I mean? But if your foundation is built on that, you find out that they demonetize your your web, you go nuts. Oh, what am I going to do now? Because Satan mess with you, you go crazy. All right? So your foundation should be built on God. All right? And, and I'm telling you, once you let that anger go, it will happen. It will happen by itself. It will renew your mind. It's abnormal for men to be afraid of women. That's so abnormal. No wonder the women beat y'all up now. You, you can't say anything. Any man that has anger of a woman is a woman. How many men has anger? I see only two are raised their hand now. Every man that has anger is his mother. He's just like his mother. He's become what he hates. But you can overcome it. That's the beauty of it. And you're supposed to live life, because you're the light of the world, you're supposed to live life with, with perfect peace and freedom and be the light. So when situations come, your woman, your kids can see how daddy is dealing with it. But if you're overreacting, you're angry too, and it's not going to work. God didn't make you this way. He made you, he sent Christ so you can have peace. Everything has been put back to order. Everything, it's all normal. You just can't see it because you listen to the lie in your head. You got to doubt every thought then you can see it. All right, right here, this young lady. You have anger, Chris. I mean, not Chris. What's your name? Uh, Eli. Oh, Eli. You uh, have anger? Uh, sometimes I do, but... Sometimes, yeah, and sometimes you don't, yeah. And how do you get it? Sometimes, where does it go and then it keep coming back? Um, a lot of times from like kind of pushing it down sometimes, so I don't like explain how I'm feeling. So then I just it just builds up until it just all comes out. So, oh yeah. And how did you become angry? Um, <laughs> usually it is with um, my family. Usually it would be with my brother, most likely. But other times, your brother made you angry. Uh, yeah, your brother did just, that to you. I mean, not completely. I'm not always angry. I'm mostly I'm happy and nice, but like you're not yeah. always angry. Yeah, not, uh, not, usually I'm not. Do your mother make you angry too? Uh, yeah, she can. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, yeah. Does she know she made you angry? Is she aware of that? Uh, yes, and we try to talk. We try to work it out also. But she won't stop. Um, it it's not too often. It's it's just like a few times, I guess. Uh, like twice a day? Uh, no, like a, a week maybe. Oh, and so she doesn't stop? Not, no, not completely, no. Oh, okay. You want her to stop? Yes. Did you tell her to stop? Uh, yes. And what she say? Um, I mean, she said she'll work on it, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you believe that? 
I, I do believe that she wants to, but right. I, I'm just going to wait until I see a change. Did you know that every man that has anger, every male that has anger is a woman? <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. I'm sorry? I, I guess I guess so. I'm so. You knew that? I mean, not really, but <laughs> I, I could see why, I guess. Why? Because um, just the emotions part of it, you need to be able to control your emotions. Yeah. Did you know you were a woman? <laughs> no. <laughs> How but old most are you? Of, most of the time, I'm a man. Most of the time. <laughs> How old are you? Uh, 18 now. 18? Yeah. Turned yesterday. Did you say 18 and a half? No, I, uh, yesterday I turned 18. Oh, you just turned 18 yesterday? Yeah. Oh, happy birthday, man. Thank you. That's amazing. Yeah. 18 years old. Yeah. Are you going to leave home now? Um, no, uh, I am. I do have everything like planned, and I'm working towards it, but I have to get it all settled first. I have to be able to do a few stuff first. You have to do what? I have to uh, apply to a few things to be able to get there. To where I want to be, like get a job. Uh, yeah, I'm actually I do need to get a job. But I want to apply to this um, an underwater welding trade school. It's in oh. Florida. So, so here's yeah. what I recommend: before you leave home, forgive your mother. She can't help it. Yes, she literally can't help it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And then God will forgive you, and He'll take the anger away, and you'll never have it again. Okay. And yeah. then you can win all of your games. You can yeah. do well. Yeah. All right. Yes. Can you forgive her? Uh, absolutely. You go and say, hey, I resent you, and I'm sorry for it. I realize this black man said you can't help it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I need to forgive you because you become like what you're angry at. Mm-hmm. If you're angry at your mother, you become like her. Okay. And then you'll be afraid of women. You'll be trying to get love from women and all that stuff. Yeah. Did you know they don't have, women don't have love to give? I didn't know that. Did you think they had love? I, I thought so. Where did they get it from? Um, from Jesus. From who? Jesus. Oh, amazing. Did they tell you that? No, I just, I know Jesus is love, so. Oh, no, women get love from men. From Oh, that's what you, okay. Real love, not sex love. Sex uh, is not love. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, if they're not married, they can go to Jesus. Yeah. But if they're married, they got to go through their husband. Mm-hmm. So forgive your mother, and you'll be fine. Okay, that I will. All right? Just say, hey, I forgive you. Don't ask for forgiveness. Okay, just I forgive you. Uh-huh. Isn't that amazing? Yep, amazing. All right. Yes, ma'am. Um, Jesse, how, how do you explain to a Buddhist who believes in forgiveness and in peace and in um, doing, not having anger, how do you convince a Buddhist to believe in Jesus if they already believe that forgiveness is the never right thing to, to do? Convince. Never, ever, ever, never try to convince anyone to believe in Jesus. Because if you convince them, they only believe it because you said it. You be that example. You know, you be you have perfect peace. And with perfect peace, you have patience and all that stuff. And they will see that in you. And hopefully that will draw them unto God. But don't ever try to convince anyone. Right. I think I've, I phrased it wrong. What I meant is how would a Buddhist believe in Jesus if he already believes that forgiveness is the right way to live and not having anger is the right way to live? How could they ever discover Jesus if they already... Do you know what I mean? No. So... You say if they have already forgiven... Yeah, a, a Buddhist, like basically Buddhists believe that in it, it, forgiveness. They, they just, they live in peace and they walk around barefooted and, you know, everything is peaceful and everything is, you know, there's no anger in them. So... 
how could they ever get to know Jesus if they already have that peace and that, you know. Do they deal with life? They go out in the world and deal with life or are they the ones that sit around all the time? The, no, they go, well, the, the <laughs> ones that I've seen, they go out in life and, they, and people give them food and... They don't work? No, they don't. Well, they don't believe in Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, is it male or female? Men. They don't work? Not, no, I don't think they, they do. They just beg? They, yeah, I mean, they, they pray and they, you know, teach people. and. They teach people how to beg? No, how to forgive and how not to have anger and how to live in no, peace. No, that's not. Uh, just that's, let them that's suffer. That's what they... And I was just interested in, so I was just interested in in in, uh, in because one thing about believing in Jesus, you're not afraid of life anymore. You're not afraid of challenges. You can overcome them. Mm-hmm. You don't plan that you're going to overcome, but when they come, you're able to see and overcome. And each time you overcome one, you get better with the next one, and the next one, and the next one. You don't sit around and beg. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But let them suffer. They don't think they're suffering. Well, see, let them suffer. They suffer. All right? And they got to beg. Okay. All right. Yes, ma'am. Um, yeah, really. I, mean, I already had a question, but what she was asking kind of relates to it. And my husband is a Buddhist, but he's not the kind of Buddhist that begs Your and doesn't do is anything. A Buddhist? He is, but he's, he's not that kind of a Buddhist. He, he works, he, uh, and he believes in overcoming challenges. And, how um, does he overcome them? Uh, well, he, 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 so he chants, and, and through chanting, he, he uh, lets go of his ego, and, and he lets go of anger. Like, he's overcome anger. To me, he's an alpha because he's overcome anger. He's, he's not stuck in his ego, but he, he's a strong man that, that works and will overcome any challenge. And Does he deal with you? Uh, yeah. In the yeah. right way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He can handle you? Yeah. He can handle you? He's, 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 he's the only man who could handle me. He's the only man who can handle yes. you? Yes. I mean, he turned me around. I'm here because of because of him. Right on. Because, I mean, I feel like he, he pointed me back to God. But, but, my, but I already had a question that's related to that. Okay. Because I, um, I was going to say that I don't believe in Jesus, but... Uh, Thinking of the, the phrase "believe in" means you put all your faith in it. That you you give your life over. You put all your faith. And I was going to say, I think we can only believe in God. Um, that if we believe in something that's as concrete as how someone do you who believe lived, in God. W- w- how how would you tell someone to believe in God? To I would say to put all your faith in. How in do you God. do that? Um, you. You have to number one realize that you are not God, and that and that, that's you know that's kind of what the, where you pointed me to. That's a huge revelation you to me that I am not right. God. You got to realize you're not God. Yeah. Because that's what happened to me. I got tired of trying to change my own life. I yeah. couldn't change it. I read the Bible. I went to church. I did the hooping and hollering. I even lifted up holy hands, but nothing was changing. Yeah. You know, and I realized I can't change my life. Yeah. And that's when I asked God to show me. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely you t- right. Turn yourself over. Yeah. So my question, though, is, like, I was raised as a Christian, but I'd say when I was young, younger, I believed in Jesus, but I didn't really believe in God because I thought I was God. I thought I, I'll just be like Jesus and I'll fix the world. Yeah. And so I thought I was God. So now 
I don't, I don't understand what my relationship with Jesus should be. Like, I, w- I wonder what you're, like, do you think about Jesus every day? Or when, <laughs> when, when you sit and pray, are you trying to be with Jesus as well as God? Like, I, I, now I don't, I do believe that Jesus was an amazing teacher and an example. But I think you're an example, and I don't believe Did in you. Did you go and forgive your mother? <laughs> no. Why not? Because <laughs> I don't see the resentment that I, I don't Oh, I don't you have no resentment for yet. her at all? I thought you said you did. No, I no, I always said I didn't. I mean, I I can see how I how everything that that my parents did wasn't exactly right, but I don't see how I ever held that against them. So you have nothing against your mother at all. I'll I'll keep asking myself that. And <laughs> so was she perfect with, with you? Um, nobody's perfect, though. No, how about your mother? No. Was your mother perfect? No. She, she made some mistakes with She's you? pretty darn close. Did she make some mistakes with you? I, th- I think the, the only mistakes they made were really ideological mistakes. Did like, your mother make some mistakes with you? Yes. What did she do? Uh... It's hard for me to think of. I well, I think so. I think my that I, that I was raised feeling like um, everyone else's feelings are my responsibility. Your mother made you feel that way. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. And was that the right way? Was that the right thing for her to make you feel? No, but but. But if I say you made me feel that way, that's me not taking... Like, I don't think I'm responsible for anybody's feelings anymore, but I do think I'm responsible for my own. And so if I say you made me feel like I was responsible for it, that I'm violating my own idea that only I can make myself feel a certain way. But she like, made you feel that way as a kid when you were subject to her. It was spirit to spirit, so yeah. kids are subject to their parents. Yeah. You didn't make yourself feel that way as a kid. Okay. She made you feel that way. Okay. All right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so if you want to be responsible, then you would admit it and go and forgive her about realizing she couldn't help it. Yeah. You didn't make yourself that way. I yeah, I understand that. And and I could do that. I could I could talk to her. What would and, happen and if you went her to that. her and say, Look, you made me feel like I was responsible for the world. What would she say? I, I don't know, but I, I think it would be okay. I think I could do that. You seem to be afraid to do it, though. You find a reason not to face her. Why is that? Um, I just don't. Well, because I don't feel I don't feel that as a burden in my soul. So it's not a burden. I don't feel to... I don't feel resentment against my parents as burdening me. So it's not a problem thinking that you can save the world. That yes, that is a problem. But I, but I can. T- I'm, I've, I'm learning that now. You know, learning what now? That uh, that I can't save the world, and I'm not responsible for everything. And so, how do you plan to overcome that? Um, by with the silent prayer and knowing that I'm not God. And That's not enough. It's not enough. You got to okay. face your okay. mother. You got to forgive. Okay. God said, when you have a problem with someone, go and forgive. 
He didn't tell you to come up with some other ideas how you're going to handle it. So you're it, trying to okay. get around dealing with your mother. Okay. So if I do that, then then the will it become clear to me the relationship that I should have with Jesus? Absolutely. It will? Yes. Okay. If you truly see that you need to forgive your mother, that it was wrong for her to do that to you, but she couldn't help it, go and forgive her, then you will see. You mm-hmm. would know Jesus for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because no one can tell you really what it's like to have a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And plus, he's your brother anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, the relationship really got to be with God mm-hmm. because he made it possible. Mm-hmm. He sent Jesus. Jesus bought us back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Jesus said, greater work shall we do as he did. Mm-hmm. If You know, he want you to be his sister and do the greater work. But if you don't forgive your mother, you're not going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. So Jesus is an important part of the whole. That we can, it, Would you say we really can't get to God without going through Jesus? Would and, you say that? And what does it mean to go through Jesus? I don't know. I just know that the, but people quote that in the Bible. No one gets to the Father right. except through me. But I, I and never And everybody trying to get meant. through Jesus, but yeah. they don't know how to do it. But yeah. they pretend they do know how to do it. Yeah. And God is quite clear about how to do it. Jesus said you got to love. Uh-huh. Love one another. Forgive. Mm-hmm. If you have a problem with someone, go and forgive. He's telling you exactly how to do it. <laughs> and so if you believe him... You believe that, then you believe in what he said. Yeah. And to get to Jesus, just simply to believe what he said and do it. See, know thyself and go mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. You believe what he said. Mm-hmm. And it's not him, but the Father in him that's speaking that too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm trying to encourage you to go and forgive your mother, but you are hell bent on not doing it. And she's going to yell at <laughs> What's going to happen? <laughs> what will happen? And she did her yeah, best, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did so much better than her own mother did, you know. Right, but she still and, made some mistakes. She got you yeah. believing you can save the world. Yeah. And probably some other stuff you ever faced, too. Yeah. Well, I just, yeah, I'm, I, I am not trying to be stubborn. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> but, I, but I do have to... <laughs> Yeah, I just want to make sure that I that I know what I'm doing. Like, if I go to her to say this, I have to know in my own heart what it is right. I'm doing. Absolutely. Well, we already yeah. came up with one thing. Yeah. You didn't make yourself feel like you could save the world. Yeah. That's a heavy burden to carry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes sense. Anything else you did? I don't know. And I don't know. Did she make other mistakes? It's hard to think of. She was she was pretty wonderful. She was what? <laughs> pretty wonderful. Did you forgive your father? Um yeah, again, I don't I don't know what to forgive him for. I don't uh, know. You were perfect too. <laughs> I guess I mean with him it's kind of the same thing. I also got that feeling from him that I I was responsible for everyone else's feelings why did he make you feel that way how did he do that well i guess because they believe it they they put that burden on themselves they believe like definitely my mom believes that she's responsible for 
to make sure that everyone is happy and feels loved and um and it's a huge burden on her so she she just she thinks it's the right way to be and what do you think i don't think it's the right way to be i, th- I think it's such a burden that that yeah. you, you you your light can't you you're, you're not you can't fill yourself with light you, you there's no room for god did you tell her that, that much of a did burden you tell your mother you. that um i yeah i could tell her that i no. did you have you told her that I do talk to her about spiritual stuff, so I may have. Have you told your mother that? I don't remember. That means no. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Um, You're the one that cheated on your husband, right? Yes! How many of you cheated on three men? No, just two. Oh, two husbands. (laughs) She's like, no, just two. So were you trying to save the world by cheating with those other men? No. No, I was just I was just lost. I was just So if your father were perfect uh-huh. and why were you out there still looking for love and lost if you loved your father? Yeah. A daughter doesn't grow up closer to her father loving him and then go out and have and cheat on her husband. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. So there's something he didn't do. Well I would say in in my family there was a little bit of a sense that, you know, that that my dad is sensitive and we have to not, we have to not hurt his feelings. <laughs> there was a sense that he's, and he's not he's weak, but there was a sense that, you know, there was like a familial sense that, oh, we have to, we have to all, you know, uh, make sure we don't feel, make dad feel bad. And Who taught so you that? The, yeah, I guess my mom. She's wrong about that. Yeah, yeah. If I sit here and talk to you for another hour, we will find out. <laughs> we're dealing with a lot of stuff that you won't face for some reason. Why is yeah. it so hard to face that? Oh, that would be horrible <laughs> to say to my like to, for me to say to my dad that that they that he was weak it would just be horrible. I horrible mean, horrible for him or you? Uh, him. For him, I think so. Do you love him? Yes. So if you love him, you would be honest with him. How are you going to get to Jesus when you can't even deal with his brother, which is your dad? Yeah. You want to be honest with him. How will you be honest with Jesus? Yeah. Who you never see. It just seems like such a small thing. I mean, other people have real things to complain about with their parents, you know. P- people have been abused and neglected. You're trying to save the world. And I have parents that try to control them. My parents don't try to control me. They, I mean, they don't have to try. They already control you, when you even when you're not around. Yeah. You're out looking for love. A woman should not be out looking for love. Yeah. Am I, I right? Yes. And so it's because you didn't have the right relationship with your father. And now we find out he's sensitive. Should a man <laughs> should a man be that way? No. And you don't love him enough to be honest with him about that? Maybe he'll realize, oh yeah, she's right. Maybe he would tell you about his mother. He became like his mother. Yeah. No, I know he I know issues that he has with his mother. But you don't love mm-hmm. him enough to tell him. If if that's what love is, then I will I will do it. If that's what love is, you don't think that is love to be honest with someone? Um, 
Yeah, it's. It, I keep getting mixed up with when I picture it, feeling like I'm blaming them, and I had an amazing life. <laughs> you know, like I, it's hard. But you want a perfect life. You mm-hmm. did not have an amazing life. You had a mm-hmm. life where you were trying to find love, even when you had a husband. Yeah, two of yeah. them. That's not an amazing life. No, no, that that part's not. I I. <laughs> <laughs> So because I didn't have pain in my family, I had to have pain in my relationship to turn me to God. I had to have something to turn me to God because my, my childhood was too easy. No, it wasn't. No. When, that, when your, your father's weak, your life can be too easy. Maybe you had mm-hmm. money. Maybe mm-hmm. you lived in Beverly Hills. Maybe you were swimming. <laughs> 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 maybe you drove a BMW. No, and maybe you were nice to the blacks. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> oh, those little black kids at my school. You know, you probably did all that, but that's not an amazing life. I didn't do any of that. You didn't do any of those things? No. You didn't go swimming? <laughs> well, your life wasn't amazing. Did my you life was secure, BMW? and I had a lot of love at home. I'm sorry? My life was secure, and I had a lot of love at home. And, and we were, you know, we were financially have, stable. I understand what you mean. Mm-hmm. Your parents took care of you. They were there. Mm-hmm. They did all that. Mm-hmm. But they still mess you up. Mm-hmm. It, your spirit is corrupt. Mm-hmm. And that's more important than a material thing, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. want to have peace. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have to be out there looking for love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Am I right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm not I, anymore. You're not anymore? For love. No. Because you were a Buddha. Because I found my alpha man. He's going to get you. But listen, go and forgive your parents. Don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. And if their feelings are hurt, it's just nature. It's just our nature of Satan. Don't worry about the feelings. Mm-hmm. You're trying to be an example, you're pointing the right way. Don't plan what your parents are going to say. They may be happy to, for you to come to them. Mm-hmm. And it, may, may, it might cause them to start thinking for themselves. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I, yeah. I, yeah. I feel closer now to, than I did before. I feel closer to being able to do it. Well, once you go and forgive them, you're going to be all the way close. Yeah. Especially with your father and mother. Yeah. When I forgave my father, it was nice. It really, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And my father, as far as I know, he never changed. He died a beta. But I loved him. Mm-hmm. And we were tight. You know, I mean, I can talk to him about anything. I, he didn't change as far as I know. I didn't take it personally. It just, you're going to change. Mm-hmm. And then you can love your parents in the, with the real love. All right? Mm-hmm. And I want you to know that um, when you wake up, I want you to be patient with yourself, too. Because Satan is still going to talk to you because you're accustomed to his voice. So he'll try to convince you it's not working. You know, look, you got mad or you have fear or whatever, right? Just be patient and just watch and don't freak out. Stay with the silent prayer. Speak up. Stay with it. And you'll, one day you'll realize your whole world has changed. Because God is renewing your mind. He's bringing you back to yourself. It is working, but you have to be patient with it. And Satan will try to talk you out of it. He really will. But eventually his voice gets farther and farther and further away. All right? You know, I was thinking the other day about my age, and I noticed that I don't feel an age. 
And I know why now. Because I wonder, why don't I feel 70? You know, why don't I feel that way, right? I realize that we all have a part of God's nature. And in his nature, there is no time. There's no time, no age. You just be and live. God just is. You know what I'm saying? And likewise, the real you inside the body, you would just be. And there's no time to it at all. I'm telling you, it's so amazing that it's weird. Because the real you is inside, but you need to forgive so you can return to the tree of life. And then you just live. And everything just unfolds for you. You deal with things. You don't think about having fear. Sometimes James tell me, oh, you're pretty hard on the radio. And I don't know what he's talking about. Because it feels like love for me. I, I don't hate anyone. And that's how you become. But you got to forgive your parents. you got to become a daughter of God again. All right? That makes sense? Yes, sir. Then I got my new biblical. Anybody else have questions or anything? Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Uh, I uh, believe in uh, God. And I think uh, no uh, matter if it's uh, if I believe in Jesus if I, or in uh, Mohammed or the uh, lot of prophets which are existing, I think it's a uh, matter uh, where you grew up. Which part of the world? Right. And I think there is uh, one uh, Almighty God, God, yes, right. and um, He's there for um, yeah for everyone. Right. And uh, yes. And um, and you make a good point. Yeah. When Jesus said, "Believe in Me," He's not telling you to believe in Jesus. He's really pointing you back to the Father. Because when you believe the Son, you really believe the Father because the Father sent him, right? So you really, your faith is in God. You just believe in what the messenger had to say about the Father. He was a perfect example. He showed us how not to overreact, don't hate. Remember when the slut was um, about to be stoned by the slut makers? You remember that, sir? And, and Jesus, they asked Jesus, what would you do with the slut? And Jesus said, well, you know what? Let the sl- first slut maker throw the stone. Oh, oh, let the one that's not a slut maker throw the stone first. And they all put it down, right? <laughs> um, she believed him. She saw something about him. And they did, too. I don't know if they all accepted it or not. But it was something about him. But he loved them, and he just told them the truth. He didn't hold anything against the slut or the slut makers. But he spoke in a way, hopefully, that they saw something within himself. And they did. That's why they threw the stone down. You know what I mean? And so, so when you believe Jesus, you're not believing in Jesus and stopping right there. You're really going through him back to the Father. And your faith would be in God, not in Jesus. And I think uh, you need a lot of patience um, in your life. Well, when you forgive... Then you, God will give you back perfect love, and in that is patient, because you can't have patience on your own. Where are you from? I'm from uh, Europe. You're from Europe, and uh, this is your first time here. Yes, the first time. Uh, actually, my best friend here. Uh huh. He brought me here, and uh, I'm amazing. Thankful he brought me here. It's an uh, interesting experience. Had you already seen? <laughs> have you already seen my YouTube channel? 
Uh, yeah, we, um, I uh, watched uh, some uh, YouTube videos from you uh, in Europe. So did you go and forgive your mother? Yes, I just uh, said it one time. Speak into the mic for me. Oh, yes, I just uh, said it uh, one time in an easy atmosphere more, but uh, I don't know uh, for what to forgive my mother. I think she's a great uh, person, and uh, she did a very hard and good job. I felt a lot of love, but... Um, yeah, there is not only the mother, there is father and mother. Did you forgive your father? Uh, yeah, it's, I, was, I, I only grew up with my uh, mother. Oh. My father, uh, he died uh, when he I died? was 16 years old. Oh, he did? And uh, yeah, I heard only bad things about uh, my father. And From who? Yeah, from people who are not so close to me. Um, they talk bad about him? My life. And Do you love your father? Mm. Even though he's dead? Huh? Even, you say he died, right? Yeah, yeah, he died. Do you love him? Yes, I do, yes. You love your father? Yes, I do, yes. So, uh, did your mother speak bad about your father? Mm. Uh, she... Speak into the mic for me. Oh, yeah. They have mics in Europe? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she... Uh, she said he, he had a good heart, he was a good um, man, but uh, he had um, bad influence in, around him, and he had the, the, wrong, uh, uh, the wrong friends. And then, uh, yeah, she he, told you that? But she also told me that he was kind of an asshole. <laughs> so, for example... Uh, she when, told you what? Yeah, for example, when... Uh, what did, did he say? Uh, <laughs> when I... My mother had to go to work, uh, and so she your mother told you he was a hole. Yes. Oh, she did. Yeah. And, and what else did she tell you? I want to make an example. Yeah, she, um, when she went to work, so she, she told me like this, and she gave me uh, to the neighbor to take over me, as long as my mother is working, and then she uh, told me, uh, um, yeah, she came back from work. And no, she said my father has to take uh, over me as while my mother is working. But my father, he just gave me to the neighbor, and he just went out. And my father, my mother, come back, and where, where is my? <coughs> and the neighbors, no, he just gave it to me. And yeah, it's like bad uh, stuff. What I, I thought heard. you said your mother was a good woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would a good woman tell her son that your father is a hole? Maybe yes. Maybe no. Maybe no. <laughs> not a good woman. You need to forgive your mother for doing that. Okay. She I, should not have done it to you. Yeah. Whatever was happening between her and your father was between them and not you. She should not have told you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's evil. Yeah. You realize that? Yeah, yes. Are you married? <laughs> Huh? Are you married? Uh, not yet, no. Are you dating? Yes, yes. You're dating? Mm -hmm. Are you living with her? No, no I'm in process of uh, getting to know a girl I like, but uh, we haven't had sex yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't. Wait until you get married. Don't live with her. But you need oh, really? to forgive your mother for telling you that about your father before you get married. Oh, really? 
You should tell why? her that. Why? Yeah. Because you're about to marry your mother. And it's going to be hell. Mm-hmm. And she's going to tell your kids, <laughs> she's going to tell your kids, your father's an a-hole. <laughs> now, now, momently, I'm a little bit... Uh, this girl, what I'm getting to know, uh, is make me unsure because I wanted to proceed, have sex, but she block it every every time. <laughs> and, uh, so like, and my so like maybe a it's a good pass. sign. Yeah? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I need patience. Yeah. Uh, right. So you wanted to have sex with her, but she blocked you. Yeah, we. I. I've. I am serious with her, uh, and uh, we can But if, if you're serious with her, why do you want to have sex? You're not married to her. Yeah, why can't you wait? I have to wait? be married. Um, I think it's not... Uh, if I feel it uh, feels right, uh, why yep. not having sex? <laughs> so what now? Why not having sex before the marriage? Is that the right thing to do? Mm. Yeah, it's... Uh, I think there is no rule for this, no? There is no rule? No. As long as you are uh, serious. Serious about what? Um, with your feelings, if you feel uh, love for the girl. Oh, no. Let me just say, because of time, mm. you got to overcome your mother. The feelings that you have is the feeling of a woman. Mm-hmm. You're looking for love from this woman. She doesn't have it. She needs you to love her, and sex is not love. Mm-hmm. But for me, sex is very important in a relationship. It's very important? Yeah. What will happen if you don't get it? Hmm? Are you going to stay with her if she doesn't do it? Oh, I will. Uh, I, I'm still waiting. Uh, I, I know her you since one month. You just wait around for the sex? <laughs> hmm? Tell him you don't have sex with her. Are you from here? Uh, no, I'm from Switzerland. Oh, you are? So yes. what do you think about what your friend is saying? Um... I told him it's uh, probably a good thing that she's blocking him. Blocking him. (laughs) It is a good thing. Yes, and uh, if if he wants a relationship uh, uh, who lasts long, then uh, maybe it's better to know each other than just build the foundation on... Absolutely. But he needs to forgive his mother because he's looking for love from this woman. And that's why he wants to have sex, but it's not going to happen. It won't help. Will you tell him that? Um, yes. Can he, you understand that? Yes. Okay. How old are you? I'm 35. Oh, you're 30? You can wait. All right? Okay. Deal with your mother. You can wait. All right. Do you have a question for me? Uh, no. Okay. So I got to end, so I, I need five minutes, Jeremiah, and then I'm going to end. Okay. All right. So I want the black Victoria to read Deuteronomy 28, the blessings. And I want the white Victoria to read Deuteronomy 28, the curses. But first, let me ask, how many of you are blessed? Y'all blessed, right? And the rest are cursed? <laughs> the rest of you who did not raise your hand. Are you cursed, Ed? No, I'm blessed. You're blessed? You're not cursed? 
I'm blessed. You're blessed. Why do you say you're blessed? Because I'm here right now. You're blessed because you're here. Yes. And, and nothing else. Yes. Yes. What? Because I'm here. I'm here right here right and now. And that's all the only reason you're blessed because you're here. Yes, sir. Huh? Yes, sir. Amazing. Um, are you blessed? And real fast, we got to move fast, cause Jim. I, he played football. He'll beat me up. He my godson. He'll beat me up. That's right. Yes, I'm blessed. And why do you say you're blessed? Uh, I guess because my mind is at peace. You know, your mind is no, at no peace. worries. Are you blessed, uh, Miss Hurricane? <laughs> Hurricane to Trina. I believe so. Yes. And why do you say you're blessed? Yeah. Just because I'm at peace, I, I feel that I'm at peace. Are you cursed? Probably once before. before How about now? Before, before waking up. How about now? Oh, gosh. What a hard question. Um, Isn't this a fun time? These are the things you're supposed to think about. Don't be trying to read it. <laughs> He's trying to read it, Joel. I can see. He black. I can see both things almost. You bless and curse? I mean, I can see why I could say emphatically, yes, I'm cursed. Um, having fallen away from God, you know, not, like I said, I, I, I don't, gosh, what a hard question. Oh, my goodness. And yet it's so simple. It's such a it, simple question. It is question. simple, but it's hard. I mean, I can see before waking up that, you know, being cursed because of all the things that we were going, you know, that I've gone through in my life and done, and I wouldn't have done that if so I was are blessed. You, are you blessed now or cursed? I want to say blessed now, yes. But you won't say it? I will say it, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. I will say it. The young man with the beard, are you blessed or cursed? Uh huh. Blessed. You're blessed? Why do you say you're blessed? Take the mic. <clears throat> because I forgave my parents and I have no anger. That's why you say you're blessed? Yes. Okay. Right here. Are you blessed or cursed? Right here. What? Pastor Mike, tell you. This your first time here? Me? That's my second time. Oh, okay. Are you blessed or cursed? I'm definitely blessed. And why do you say you're blessed? I got like a whole universe to walk around in. I got a sun. I got air to breathe. I got everything I need. What is a curse? Uh, I think you are referencing the, the curse of, of Eve. And trying to eat from the tree of the fruit of knowledge. You think that when I'm referencing? Well, if we're going to go to Deuteronomy and. Do I ever listen to your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Never listen to your thoughts. No, no, I, I, we're, we've been blessed beyond the curse if we accept it. So are you blessed or yes, cursed? Blessed. You're blessed. How about you? I'm blessed. Why do you say you're blessed? Because God has allowed me to see the truth and accept it and just live at peace with no. Amazing. Sure. Are you blessed or cursed? Definitely blessed. And why do you say you're blessed? Because all the things I... Because I couldn't have gotten where I was on my own. So I know where it wasn't you? me. Not where I'm at, but like, you know, I I have... Isn't this amazing? It is. I mean, I have... It's amazing. It's amazing. Good things in my life and that totally not due to me. Only because of time, I gotta let the two young ladies read it. Uh, um, Black Victorian, 
Do you have a Bible with you? No. You have your phone? Yeah. Oh, did you find it on your phone? No, I didn't know I was supposed to. Well, how are you going to read it? I was getting ready to come up there and everything. Oh, come on. Uh, come on. Okay. Bring the mic with you. Um, Mark, come on. are you blessed or cursed? Blessed. And how you know you're blessed? Oh, hold on for the mic. Yeah, yes. yeah. Come on up. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Why, Mark? Just when you asked that question, are you blessed, I knew the answer was yes, because previously I was thinking, man, I'm blessed. I have like a... How do you know you're blessed? I, just that word occurs to me in my life. I'm like, man, I have like these blessings. Like, I don't deserve it. It's just good. And what it's blessings just, do you have? Just like um, people... The way things come together, the way people treat me, the way like things work out, it's like not due to anything I'm doing. It's like I have feel you like ever I'm thought blessed. about this before today? If you're blessed or cursed? Um, yes. Okay. Because I think cursed implies that there's nothing you can do about it. You're cursed. Kelly, are you blessed or cursed? Blessed. And why, how do you? Why do you say you're blessed? Um, I mean, a, a lot of reasons, but one of the biggest ones is my whole life I've had positive influences around me that have pointed me back to, like, the right path. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest ways. Oh, okay. Hermes, are you blessed or cursed? Oh, get the mic. Hold on for the mic, Hermes. I can't see you, but I hear you. So I don't feel cursed, so I guess I must be blessed. You taking a guess at it? No, I mean I don't feel I don't feel cursed, but what is it? What does curse feel like? Like, um, I guess, like hopeless, maybe. Like what? Hopeless. Hopeless. Yeah. Hopelessness. Mm-hmm. That's what curse feel like. That's what I, I think. That's what I would imagine. Yeah. So you don't feel hopeless. No. And so that's why you know you're blessed. Yeah. Anything else? No, I mean things are fine. I don't have any. Anything that's weighing on me, life is going pretty good, so okay, I'm content. All right. The young lady in the back, are you blessed or cursed? Yeah, you. I don't want to say your name on the air just in case. And why do you say you're blessed? Because I feel like I've found peace. You found who? Peace. And that's why you feel you're blessed? Mm-hmm. Okay. I got to read that the young lady. I want you to, it's a lot, but you got to hear this. You know how to read, right? I don't know now. I, I thought it was going to be like two. Months. I want you. Uh, you're going to read the blessing in Deuteronomy 28, mm-hmm. and you're going to read all the blessings, and then the white. Victoria going to read the, brown. your brow. You don't want to be white. I mean, I wish I was. It's white. okay to be white. <laughs> <laughs> she white. Okay, read the blessings from Deuteronomy 28. Up until there. Here? Uh-huh. From here to here. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Want me to hold the mic for you? Oh, you got it. Um, I think I have it. Okay. Or no, you're a man. I'll let you have it. So what? <laughs> what am I reading? You read the curses. Okay. I'll let you. I'll let you come up here. You can read it from the Bible if you like. Okay. Okay. But if you faithfully obey the voice of Yahweh your God by keeping and observing all His commandments, which I am laying down for you today. 
Yahweh, your God, will raise you higher than every other nation in the world. And all these blessings will befall and overtake you for having obeyed the voice of Yahweh, your God. You will be blessed in the town and blessed in the countryside, blessed the offspring of your body, the yield of your soil, and the yield of your livestock, the young needing... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm black. (laughs) She black. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the young of your cattle and increase of your flocks. Blessed your basket and your kneading trow. You will be blessed in coming home and blessed in going out. The enemies who attack you, Yahweh will defeat before your eyes. They will advance on you from one direction and flee from you in seven. Yahweh will command blessedness to be with you and your barns, and on all your undertakings, and he will bless you in the country given by your Yahweh, or by Yahweh, your God. From you, Yahweh will make a people consecrated to himself, as he has sworn to you. If you keep the commandments of Yahweh, your God, and follow his ways, to you, wait, I'm sorry, lost it again, sorry guys. No provocation time. You're black. Getting a little older too, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> now she needs glasses. That's what I say when I can't read. Oh, I don't have my glasses. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start this little part over. Okay, so from Yahweh, you will make a people consecrated to Himself, as He has sworn to you. If you keep the commandments of Yahweh your God and follow His ways, the peoples of the world, seeing that you bear Yahweh's name, will be afraid of you. Yahweh will make you abound in possessions in the offspring of your body, in the yield of your cattle, and in the yield of your soil, in the country which he swore to you, in the country which he swore to your ancestors, that he would give you. For you, Yahweh, will open his treasury of rain, the heavens, to give your country its rain at the right time, and to bless all your labors. You will make many nations your subjects, yet you will be subject to none. Yahweh will put you at the head, not at the tail. You will always be on on top and never underneath. If you listen to the commandments of Yahweh, your God, which I am laying down for you today, and then keep them and put them into practice, not deviating to right or to left from any of the words which I am laying down for you today, by following other gods and serving them. Amazing. Thank you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you want to come up here and read, or you want to read from there? You want to you want to read from here the, the Bible here? Or from my phone. Read it from there. Um, start with the curses. Okay. So let me just say right there, and then oh here you go. Um, anyone who has anger is cursed. Anyone who has fear and doubt and worry, sickness and disease, anxiety. Uh, looking for love, uh, have doubt, afraid to speak up, you're cursed. Uh, it's hard to make finance or you, you're stressing out over your job, life is difficult to whatever you're trying to do, you're cursed. I noticed that it's so easy for people to say, oh, bless, and life is hell, right? Your kids all messed up. And you can tell that the parents are cursed because the kids are cursed. The kids are sleeping together out of wedlock, believing in the wrong things, accepting abnormal as norm, 
All those things are curses that they're believing because they are cursed because the parents are cursed. And God doesn't want it to be that way. That's why the curses are so, I mean, the blessings are so few, but they are like wide range, right? Listen to the curses. And you can tell if you're cursed or not. We tend to think of curse as being something like that you have leprous disease or something, right? That's what we tend to think about. But curses, fear and doubt and all that stuff. Looking for love, emotional, and all that stuff. You're cursed. That's a curse. It's not a blessing. Have to take anxiety medication, all angry. That's, that's a curse. That's not a blessing. And then when you have kids, they end up the same way. Because you're cursed, they're going to be cursed. And if they don't change, they, their kids would be the same way, cursed. But everybody says, oh, I'm blessed. You're not blessed unless you have perfect peace and things are working. Listen to the curses. But if you do not obey the voice of Yahweh, your God, and do Did not you want keep... you come up here and read on the table? You okay now? I'm here. I know. Okay. All right. But if you do not obey the voice of Yahweh, your God, and do not keep and observe all his commandments and laws, which I am laying down for you today, then all these curses will befall and overtake you. You will be accursed in the town and accursed in the countryside. Accursed your basket and your netting throw. Accursed the offspring of your body. The... Hold on, I lost it too. Woman, hold it for you. The yield of your soil and the young of your cattle and the increase of your flock. You will be accursed in coming home and accursed in going out. Yahweh will send a curse on you, a spell, an imprecation on all your labors until you have been destroyed and quickly perish because of you, of your perverse behavior for having deserted me. Yahweh will fasten the plague on you until it has exterminated you from the country which you are about to enter and make your own. Yahweh will strike you down with consumption, fever, inflammation, burning fever, drought, wind blast, mildew, and these will pursue you to your ruin. The heavens above you will be brass, the earth beneath your iron, your country's rain. Yahweh will turn into dust and sand. It will fall on you from the heavens until you perish. Yahweh will have you defeated by your enemies. You will advance on them from one direction and flee from them in seven. And you will be terrifying and you will be a terrifying object lesson to all the kingdoms of the world your carcass will be carrying for all wild birds and all wild animals with no one to scare them away Yahweh will strike you down with Egyptian ulcers with swellings in the groin with scurvy and the itch from which you will find no cure Yahweh will strike you down with madness, blindness, distraction of mind until you grope your way at noon like a blind man groping in the dark and your steps will lead you nowhere. You will never be anything but exploited and plundered with no one to save you. Get engaged to a woman. Another man will have her. Build a house. You will not live in it. Plant a vineyard. You will not gather its fruits. 
Your ox will be slaughtered before your eyes, and you will eat none of it. Your donkey will be carried off in front of you and not be returned to you. Your sheep will give it, will be given to your enemies, and no one will come to your help. Your sons and daughters will be handed over to another people, and every day you will wear your eyes out watching for them, while your hands are powerless. A nation hereto, unknown to you, will eat your yield of your soil and all of your hard work. You will never be anything but exploited and crushed. You will be driven mad by the sights you will see. Yahweh will strike you down with foul ulcers on knee and leg, for you will be, for you will find no cure from the sole of your foot to the top of your head. Yahweh will send away both you and the king who have appointed to rule you to a nation unknown either to you or to your ancestors. And there you will serve other gods made of wood and stone. And you will be astonished and you will be the astonishment, the byword, the laughing stock of all the peoples where Yahweh is taking you. You will cast seed in plenty of the fields, but harvest little, since the locust will devour it. You will plant it until your vineyards, you will plant until your vineyards, but not drink the wine or gather the grapes, since the grub will eat them up. You will grow olive trees throughout your territory, but no, not anoint yourself with the oil, since your olive trees will be cut. Will be cut down. You will father sons and daughters, but they will not belong to you, since they will go into captivity. And your trees and the whole yield of your soil will be the prey of insects. The foreigners living with you will rise higher and higher at your expense, while you yourself sink lower and lower. You will be subject to them, not they to you. They will be the ones at the head and you the one at the tail. All these curses will befall you, pursue, pursue you and overtake you until you have been destroyed for not having obeyed the voice of Yahweh, your God, by keeping his commandments and law, which he has laid down for you. They will be a sign and a wonder over you and your descendants forever. Amazing. I guess I'm white. I can read. <laughs> You're white. So I want you to think about it. We don't have time to get into it, but I want you to think about this. Uh, if you notice, men are the tail and not the head anymore. They're the tail now. If you notice, there are uh, so many people having children out of wedlock, and the kids are cursed as well. Men and women who get married, they end up, uh, or men end up marrying so-called stepfathers, taking on somebody else's family. That's a curse. That's not a blessing. Uh, we're losing the country as a result of it. We're becoming slaves to the illegals and others who are coming into the country. Have you noticed that? They come in to get free stuff and everything we have to pay for and afraid to speak up about it. That's a curse. All in the name of Jesus. And if you examine your own personal life, you're going to see that you're not blessed. You're cursed. And until you face it, you're not going to overcome it. 
it's, it's not, it's cute to say I'm blessed, but what is reality? You know what I'm saying? You're not blessed. We're losing the country because we're not blessed. And we're supposed to be blessed. And men are supposed to be leading the way. And if men love God with all their heart, soul, and might, the woman's going to love the man, it'll be fine. And then the enemy couldn't take us over. You wouldn't be afraid to speak up. When, when the liberals, who, who are the children of the lie, threatened to pull your demonetization or whatever they call it, it wouldn't bother you. Let them have it. But most people freak out over that, over a little thing, because you're cursed with fear. You need to stop pretending because you're losing. Now when you go around people, you have to pretend that you're not a Christian. Oh, I'm spiritual. <laughs> because you're afraid to even identify as a Christian. You can't have any retaliation. Your kids will be living with you. Your sons and daughters would not want to work. That's a curse. When sons and daughters grow of age and they don't want to work, because you, you are cursed and you curse them as well. So they can't provide for themselves. That's a curse. Boys and girls living in with their parents, having sex and sleeping together without marriage. That's a curse because you're a curse. Just think about it, all right? We tend to think of curse as something that is really, you know, you're not paying attention to. But you're not blessed as you think that you are. But when you wake up to it, you cut out all this stuff that the Bible talked about just now. And then you'll be blessed. Things will start opening up for you. They'll start working. You don't have to worry. Life will open up. And it's not too late. You just have to admit that you are in a fallen state. You're falling away from God. All right? That's my biblical question for this week. How do you know? Are you blessed or cursed? What do y'all think about that? Did you have your hand? Yeah, real fast. Uh, God. God. Well, they call him God. Is what? Ah, so, hello. Yeah, I wanted to ask, uh, who is Yahweh? God. But I was in... It's from the Old Testament? I was, as far as I was concerned, uh, you should never give names to God. Uh, It's only God. How long are you going to be in town? Uh, Two weeks. (laughs) Come back next Sunday. We'll get into that. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm totally out of time now. That's okay. But that's a whole different subject, and I would love to uh, talk to you about it. Thank you. All right. All right. Oh yeah, come to the conference Saturday, and then we can deal with that. All right. Um, so I want you, and the reason I want to bring this out because I notice people are not really getting to know themselves, or they're not paying attention to the little things. You are being controlled by the children of Satan right now. They won't let you use certain words. They won't let you go certain places. They won't let you disagree with evil. And even your kids, because they're cursed, they're believing in these lies too. They're called abnormal normal. And they'll fight their parents on it if the parents disagree. So just smoke on it. And then uh, <laughs> no more pot. <laughs> All right. Just think about it, folks. You've got to face reality because our battle is a spiritual battle. It's a warfare between good and evil. And God loves us. He sent Christ for us. We have a way back, but you've got to get to know yourself so you can be blessed and not cursed. It's not enough to just say, oh, I'm blessed because I'm alive. You can be alive, but yet miserable. That's not a blessing. 
I am so out of time. Thank you all for tuning in. And don't forget, this coming Saturday is uh, our 10th annual men's conference. All right, so go to rebuildingtheman.com and sign up. Uh, you still get the discount until the 11th of uh, this month. Then you have to pay the whole thing. It's going to be an amazing conference, too. So go to rebuildingtheman.com. And thank you for your support, your donations, and buying our shirts and all that good stuff, all right? And if you need counseling, we have the best service on this side of heaven. Call us or come in. Make an appointment to come in. All right. Thank you so much. And thank you all, too, for coming. I appreciate it.